0: Welcome to the Ross Weekly, where we present to you the latest happenings and upcomings in the Ross community, paired with a brief dive into both a Ross student and Ross Club's background. I am one of your hosts, Jeff Church, and with me I have Christina Weiberg. Christina, welcome. Hello, hello. Awesome. Today's guest is going to be Michael McMenamin. Michael is an MBA2 and the Michigan Marketing Club co-president. He is Fordham University, class of 2014, uh, a native Chicagoan, shout out Lake Forest High School. Uh, He is a jack of all trades as a cycling and running enthusiast. He informs us that he is training for a triathlon, however, has not actually done one. He is a world traveler. Uh, His LinkedIn page features references to Spain, Turkey, and Singapore, so we'll ask him about that later. And if he wasn't interesting enough, he's also a former Sotheby's employee at business school, go figure. Michael's been an invaluable resource for the Marketing Symposium team of which I am a part, Um, but we wanted to talk to him about what to expect from the event, uh, how and when to sign up and how he benefited last year. As a quick background, uh, the Marketing Symposium this year theme is Evolve. Uh, Registration kicks off this week. Uh, Today, you'll be hearing this uh, Monday morning. Uh, through Thursday. The actual event is not until November 18th, so next Wednesday uh, through next Friday. Uh, There's two key parts to the event. One is mock interviews. The other is a keynote conversation. The mock interviews are open to both Michigan Marketing Club and non-marketing club members, uh, so look out for it on campus groups. Um the keynote conversation, we will allow a separate ticket to non-marketing club members if that is all you are interested in. It is currently featuring uh and it will feature, it's not just currently featuring, uh, Marcus Collins and Wade Davis. Marcus Collins of the infamous uh, marketing uh department here at the University of Michigan. Uh and Wade Davis, who is the head of product and inclusion at Netflix, um, <clears throat> it's on Thursday, November 19th from 5 to 6 p.m. Check that out on campus groups. Um, To participate, Michigan Marketing Club students are required to pay a $75 deposit to secure their spot in that event. It will be refunded if you attend all events. For non-marketing club students, there will be an additional $15 in in addition to that $75, which is a non-refundable fee. As if I haven't already gone through all the details, we're happy to have Michael explain the details to us later. Uh, But we will be speaking to him in a bit. Christina. What else is happening on campus?
1: Yeah, we have a real busy week this week compared to last week where it was pretty quiet. So this Friday, we have the phenomenal VetX 2020 coming up. Every year in honor of Veterans Day, the Ross School of Business Armed Forces Association hosts a series of veteran speakers sharing the experiences that made them the leaders they are today. VetX is your chance to connect with the men and women of Ross veteran, Ross's veteran community and to hear about some of the hardest earned lessons and insights in the entire student body. These are gonna be some phenomenal stories that we're gonna hear remotely this year, um, and I'm excited to learn more about it. So definitely come and support the Ross Armed Forces Association, and we're looking forward to seeing you there. Um, With that, the Ottawa Mobility Club at Ross is hosting an all-day conference on Friday with a keynote from 2.45 to 4. AMCAR, as they're lovingly known, recognizes that throughout history, transportation and mobility has been actively used to further divide communities and enable systemic racism. The keynote this year will be focused around the impact of racism in the mobility sector. The keynote speaker, Dr. Richard Ezeki—I'm sorry if I say that wrong—as an engineer is an engineer and community servant and researcher. His expertise is engaging the community on issues related to environmental protection, transportation, and STEAM, what is now known as science, technology, engineering, arts, and math advocacy. So come check it out. On Thursday, the Partners Club is hosting a class for um, partners at Ross with Associate Dean Brad Kalali. Have you ever wondered what the MBA classes are like if you're a partner and not sure what your student does all day? Don't worry, they'll wonder it. (laughs) So we're inviting you to come and check it out and have that experience as well. Um, Come listen to Brad Kalali, host a case discussion and tell more about the Ross experience and what it's like for your student here. With Food, Friends, and Cultures upcoming this Thursday, I know that I'm so excited to get some food sent to me and learn more about my international classmates' experiences and what brought them to Ross. Um, This Thursday at 1 p.m. on Zoom, the MBA Program Office and MBA Council is excited to host the second version of Food, Friends, and Culture. This edition will feature four MBA One speakers, Anoush Garodia, Yaume Boneta. Javier Seazes and Noy you guys I'm so sorry for those names, <laughs> and lunch will be from ethnic restaurants in the area for the first 100 students who registered, um, and those attended will be reimbursed for their food, so again be sure to check it out.
0: I'll take free food.
1: Michigan Business Women is, record- is recruiting through the lens of an international student this um, November 9th at 5 p.m. So as an international student, if you've ever wondered what's going to happen in COVID times, what it's been like in the past, we want to make sure you stay up to date on everything that's going on. There's a lot of conflicting information and things keep evolving, both from the point of view of companies willing to sponsor international students, as well as changing regulatory policies. We want to set international students up for success here. The event will feature an MVP. A two international students panel who will share their own experiences with recruiting and tips and tricks to be successful. A few further events here we've got the Entrepreneurship and VC Club partnering with Women Who Launch to host How to Start Your Startup, an MBA two panel discussion on November 10th at 6 p.m. If you have a great business idea but aren't sure where to start be sure to join them on November 10th to hear about MBA twos who are in the midst of launching some exciting new companies. They'll discuss how they leveraged resources within and outside of Ross to secure funding, staffing, and more. You'll hear from Mejoy Lawson, co-founder of Come Home, Caitlin Lowe, co-founder of Just Enough Wines, Tim Blair, and Jamie Scheissler, co-founders of The Bramble.
0: Fun fact, we had uh, Caitlin Lowe on the uh, Career Pivots podcast earlier this year, so check her out there if you're interested, co-founder of Just Enough Wines.
1: So much insight to share, gotta come check it out. HBSA tonight on Monday is hosting an alumni Fireside Chat. Come in here from the two alumni who started HBSA in the first place. Their names are Rosario Gardenas and Martin and Damian Canetti Rios, as they share their experience of bringing their identity to the workplace. Collectively, Rocio and Damian have experience in consulting, working abroad, and holding strategic roles in healthcare. So if you have questions about any of those industries, it's a must see conversation. And finally, ENJ Jallo, the business wine and tasting. <laughs> On Wednesday, November 11th from 6.30 to 8 p.m., come check out Ross Alumni at ENJ Jallo, America's largest wine producer, where they'll be speaking about the business of big wine, career opportunities in the wine industry, and walk everyone through a tasting of 3 ENJ favorite wines. The event itself is open to all wine club members, and the wine bundle for the tasting is available for in-person club members only. ENJ is offering a discount as well to get all bottles at approximately fifteen dollars each. So again, if you need some help to get through the rest of the semester, be sure to check out this event. (laughs) Jeff, what else do we have going on?
0: Hopefully, I don't have any difficult names in my piece. I think we're going to give you a nickname here, Christina, and it's not (laughs) one that we're going to be able to pronounce. Uh, I think it's ENJ Gallo is my first guess at the number that you had to say. Yeah, makes sense. That was was a gauntlet, though. Uh, In the recruiting space, uh, if you want to ace your virtual interviews, remember uh, the CDO in their newsletter, Send Every Sunday. This week, they have read about vault six tips for acing virtual interviews. I know that'll be huge for those NBA ones preparing for their interviews in uh, some marketing symposium next week. Coffee chats coming up this week. uh, Lando Lakes Finance uh, is on the 16th. I guess that's next week. I don't know what the newsletter is talking about, uh, but that's next Monday at 1145 a.m. PepsiCo uh, also has their finance coffee chats next Monday at 10 a.m. And Samsung Electronics, heard of it, on Thursday next week at 4 p.m. And reminder, get a professional headshot. The CDO has added more times for you to get a free headshot to use with LinkedIn or any other place you need a professional headshot. That is, if you do not prefer the headshots of one Brianna Jones. Um, But this is through Ross and... They will be on Friday, November 13th, 9 to 12, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, go to Ross Recruit to sign up for a slot. Uh, and finally, the last recruiting thing I'll plug is Craft Heinz has a marketing workshop coming up on November 11th. Uh, that is Wednesday this week uh, at 6 p.m. Uh, they uh, are evaluating marketing creative using the ACE program. Join the company in a marketing workshop where they show you how they show you their new way of evaluating and producing creative using the ACE program. Accelerating creative excellence is what ACE stands for. It builds the creative mindset, skill set, and tool set of Kraft Heinz marketers around the world. Kraft Heinz is in the news uh, with a lot of their buzzy new marketing. Um, You've seen uh, Baby Nut, you've seen the Send Nudes, you've seen the Pumpkin Spice Latte flavored Kraft Mac and Cheese. They're definitely trending towards some more buzzy type marketing as opposed to just kind of, you know, uh, you know, just supplying their food out there in the world. So they're really excited about it. Uh, One of my friends from my internship, Ashley White, is a BBA alum, and she uh, actually is helping to lead this ACE program at Kraft Heinz. Um, Our former marketing peer coach, Jacqueline Salamack, will be back for that as well. Um, So whether you're doing marketing or not, check it out. November 11th at 6 p.m. What's going on in Ann Arbor, Christina?
1: Yes, so in case you wanted to escape the Ross bubble, we've got some incredible events happening this week. The ARC presents Jeff Daniels online and unplugged. That is correct, the Jeff Daniels virtually in our small town neighborhoods. Um, It's gonna be online November 21st at 8 p.m. It's gonna be $20 for a single ticket or $30 if you have a family or wanna invite friends over, COVID safely, obviously. Um, Join Emmy-winning, award-winning actor, director, singer, and songwriter himself, Jeff Daniels for an intimate concert experience full of original songs, personal stories from his stage and movie career, and only things that he can tell, obviously including lots of smiles and a good time. Stick around for a 15 to 30-minute audience Q&A following the show. The questions submitted will be reviewed, with some then passed along to Jeff for reply. Again, $20 for an in- individual ticket, but if you have others join you, feel free to pay the $30, just to make sure he's reimbursed for his time, as we all want to be most days. <laughs> um, other happenings are Jazz Chats with Cool Cats. Live at the 415, excuse me, subtract four from that, 415 presents Jazz cat Chats with Cool Cats. Jeff, <laughs> what did you do to me this week?
0: <laughs> Featuring... go with, Is it uh, Jazz Chats with Cool Cats? That's yes. Tough.
1: Featuring trombonist Dennis Wilson. Tune in for this interview concert series hosted by jazz luminary Pete Sears. Presented by Carrytown Concert House November 12th, 5.30pm. It will also be available online.
0: I'm a huge Pete Sears fan.
1: Oh, this is good to know. This is great. I'm going to check it out now. (laughs) Um, Lastly, we have Rivet Like a Rosie. Try your hand at being a real-life Rosie the Riveter. Guests will be able to learn how to rivet rivet sheet metal using non-powered hand rivets, instructed by Yankee Air Museum's very own Tribute Rosies. It's November 14th from 11 to one at the Yankee Air Museum in Bellevue, Michigan at $12. Six adults per slot at a time, face mask required, and you must be at least 18 years old to participate, so hopefully everybody on our call can go and check it out. Jeff. You don't have any names left to say, so I'm going to encourage you to do well on the rest of the conversation.
0: <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you one more question. What is your favorite character that Jeff Daniels has played?
1: Why did you do this to me? I don't think I've ever seen anything that Jeff Daniels has played.
0: Well, I have, I have something, and that's why I asked okay, the
1: question. I don't want
0: to ask me back, But Joshua Chamberlain in Gettysburg, uh, colonel for the Union Army. It's one of my favorite when I was little. Gettysburg, great movie. There's an intermission in it because it's so long.
1: Oh, well, thank you for sharing that with us. It's good yeah. to
0: know. So with that, um, now that we know my favorite uh, Jeff Daniels character, we bring in our special guest, Michael McMenamin. Michael, welcome to the pod.
2: Hey Jeff. Hey Christina, great to be with you both. Michael, what is your favorite Jeff Daniels character? Oh my gosh. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a list, a little help here. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It wasn't one of the like stoner movies from like college, like Dumb and Dumber,
2: or something, or was it Dumb and Dumber? Maybe that. And was he on Full House? Am I am I totally out of out of sync here? I don't know. Whatever.
0: (laughs) Anyway, Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Where'd you go to high school? Where'd you go to college? Um, What brought you to Ross? Just give us give us a short spiel.
2: Yeah, totally. So uh, originally from. Uh, Chicago area, but grew up in Singapore as well in Southeast Asia, um, and ended up at Fordham University in the Bronx. Hence the nickname Mikey from the Bronx. Oh, okay, I get that, get that one. So if you see me out on the town after COVID, feel free to <laughs> give a shout to Mikey from the Bronx. Um,
0: <laughs> I was I-
2: aware of this nickname, admittedly, but now I am, and I'm very here for it. I feel like this is a trend, like maybe uh, uh, people who have listened to the pod before just know that somehow you're able to get nicknames out of people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, went to Fordham, studied American history, got into the museum world in New York, um, and then eventually to an auction house doing marketing and loved it so much, but realized I need to uh, learn formally rather than on the job. Yeah. Uh, so came to Ross. Standard story, um, aside
0: from the Sotheby's thing, but wanting to learn something more traditionally. I can speak yes. to that. Uh, tell me about market, Marketing Symposium. I gave a bunch of logistical details, but what, like, why should I sign up for that if I'm kind of on the fence or if I'm you know, am thinking about it?
2: Yeah, I, I think Marketing Symposium is so great. It's a multi-day event where alumni are c- connecting with current students. But I think the real value add here is that you get to practice interviewing before the real thing and I think it's it's unique to Ross it's something that's unparalleled in other top marketing uh, business programs and I think that you know Ross students are just so fortunate to be able to practice connect and uh, hopefully launch for success come January if I you know if I'm I'm not able to make the mock interviews should
0: I consider signing up for the keynote is it was that fun last year I don't know
2: yeah so Obviously, if you sign up for a mock, go to the mock. If you bail, that's bad news. But um, yeah, we we will offer um, openings for the keynotes address um, as well. And that is just an amazing opportunity to hear from people who have so much lived experience and who can share it uh, with us. And it's just a huge gift. Um, last year, we, we heard from Angie um of, of popcorn fame and uh just hearing her insights and her husband's insights as they built the business were so impactful
0: yeah last year it was it was marcus collins moderating with uh angie bastion from boom chicka pop uh where the founders now owned by conagra um but they talked all about how they kind of just started popping popcorn and they started making it for the vikings or something and uh and then it just kind of became a neighborhood hit and then they just kind of built this company and got bought out by conagra really really cool story Very informal, good conversation. This year, Wade Davis, um, he kind of works at the intersection of understanding diversity and inclusion with products that are created and released and marketed at Netflix. So understanding that and the tech perspective is a kind of a perfect marriage with a lot of the CPG companies that you see paired with the tech companies at uh, Marketing Symposium. This year, uh, I think our platinum sponsors are are P&G, ConAgra, and SC Johnson. Michael, which you know something about, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're, we're very excited. You know, PepsiCo is also there. Kraft Heinz is there. Tyson's there. A number of companies um, that you'll have the opportunity to, to get a mock interview with. So check that out on campus groups this week. Um, just speaking more to your personal experience, Michael, tell me about last year, everyone's so serious and pent up and nervous for symposium. Uh, you know, especially if you're on the marketing recruiting track, um, What was your funniest moment of mock interviews last year
2: yeah so one of the questions i love to ask the interviewer at the end is if you could be any product from company x what would you be and why and you get some really interesting sometimes awkward answers and it kind of turns the table so i had um uh the woman who was interviewing me who was a mother and her son was gluten intolerant, and she said that she would like to be a gluten, and, you know, free cookie so her son would love her. Um, wow. So uh, you get some interesting answers uh, to that effect. Um, but you know, it keeps things lighthearted and kind of turns the table right at the end of the interview.
0: Totally. Yeah. No. I. I that's funny you say that. I remember in I think it was a Miller Coors interview last year. I was asked uh, that what CPG product I would be. And I've told some of my friends this, it was a complete crash and burn. I said, Oreo. And I'm gonna leave it at that and we're gonna go to the next question.
1: (laughs) Even as an MBA one, I know better. Come on.
0: How could I do that? Uh, It it just went south quickly. Uh, So one thing that we love and hate about Symposium is you make so many contacts with these companies. With that comes so many thank you letters. because you have so much time to kind of have these conversations and make these connections. So you need to follow up with a thank you letter. When did you complete your last thank you letter last year? I remember it being just the biggest relief.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I might've totally blanked it out now uh, from memory. I think I tried to stick with like the 24 hour rule. I'm not sure I kept up, but whenever I got a contact, if I had some free time at night, I just tried to send them off as quickly as I could.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Uh, So, you know, oftentimes, you know, we're talking about thank you notes. Sometimes another way to say thanks is to make a sandwich for your loved one. Um, And sometimes you put that in a Ziploc bag. Christina was particularly proud of my segue there. Um, Michael, how do you feel about Ziploc? Is it your favorite product? We all know that you interned at SC Johnson this summer.
2: Tell me about it. I love a good Ziploc bag. I mean, you just can't go wrong. They're so versatile. Um, they keep your fresh, uh, your food fresh for longer. I mean, what's there to complain about? Um, there, there's obviously the plastic component, um, but SC Johnson acquired Stasher recently, which is a silicone bag. Uh, haven't tried it yet, but um, can't wait to to give it a go. Um, and then while I was interning at Ziploc this summer, they did a, a drop with Supreme. So they had the Supreme logo on <laughs> Ziploc bags. So. <laughs> I didn't get my hands on any of those but um you know those are a hot commodity.
0: Wow. What a that would be a great casing answer. You talk about that price point. I mean oh yeah. Ones. Yeah. Which what is your favorite Ziploc product? Is it like the sandwich bag, the snack bag? Is it like do you prefer the zip or the traditional uh I don't even know what the mechanisms are called.
2: Do you like yeah. bags? You know, I actually love the, the containers. They're a little bit less popular, but the containers are amazing for food prep. As, a, as an athlete, I love, you know, prepping food on Sunday, and then you're, you're good to go for the rest of the week. Awesome.
0: So tell us a little bit about, um, I was just kind of perusing your LinkedIn, and I knew you were kind of a well-traveled gentleman, but um, I see Spain, Turkey, and Singapore all on your LinkedIn what's the deal? Did your, were your parents in the government or, you know, just tell me more about that.
2: How did you become so international? Yeah. um, I, I was very fortunate uh, to grow up for four years in Singapore. Uh, My dad was working for a bank at the time. um, And then my mom started her own consulting business and working with, with Singaporeans there. Um, So that was an amazing experience. Um, And then Turkey and Spain were um, individual semesters studying abroad. And uh, it was something that I knew I wanted to do from an early age, having grown up abroad. And it was both, both amazing experiences, still in touch with people from both, both of those programs. So very fortunate to have had those experiences.
1: Those sound like really fascinating experiences and I'm just curious also about like being back home and being in the U.S. I have to head to New York after school. I have to, required, not. I'm going to head to New York after school to join my fiance there and so I would actually love to hear about your time at Fordham and maybe a favorite thing about being in the city or going to school there.
2: Yeah, it was interesting because going to school in the Bronx meant that I kind of had everything in one place, so I didn't go as often into Manhattan as, as I would have liked. Um, but then living in New York afterward was just such a treat um, because you get to take advantage of you know everything that New York has to offer. And um, then eventually got into cycling in the city and that gave me even broader access to like upstate New York, Long Island, um, parts of New Jersey, Um, so I found that like New York was a place where I could really do and be whoever, you know, do whatever I wanted and be whoever I wanted to be, which was great.
0: And cycling in the city. I feel like that's one thing I tried to avoid during my five years there. So walk us through that process. You know, I feel like the only way I could go with that is everyone needs an escape from the city. Is that what it was? Like, talk me through
2: that. Yeah, that was part of it. Sometimes I would um, put, you know, the panniers or the saddlebags on my on my road bike or on my um, on my tripping bike and I would go out into Long Island and I would go camping. Um, other days it was just, you know, getting up super early at the crack of dawn and doing a couple laps in uh, Central Park, uh, which I was fortunate to live near. Um, and then, you know, on the weekends, taking 50, 60, 100 mile rides um, either out to Montauk or to upstate New York. Um, and yeah, so that that was definitely a part of escapism um was very fortunate to never get in any crashes um but yeah, you definitely gotta gotta watch your watch your blind spots Christina, do you know what a paneer is?
1: <laughs> I only think of the Indian food that's delicious and wonderful, but yeah. <laughs> related to cycling no
2: <laughs> I never heard of it as a bag, but you learn something new every day yeah, yeah. I think it's a French term in this case. Ah. Yeah, and put it put it on, on the side of your bike, put your sleeping bag in there and you're good to go. Oh,
1: that's awesome. And so that being said, New York is the city of so many people's hopes and dreams. So how did you end up getting to Ross? I mean, that's a pretty distinct transition back to a small town and learning other other places to be.
2: Yeah, uh, I think ultimately it was the people that I talked to who went to Ross, the alumni, the current students when I was applying it just became so clear that it was such a special place and that really sold me. Um, The other benefit and I consider myself very lucky coming from the art world is my alumni interviewer worked before he came to Ross at the major competitor to Sotheby's which is called Christie's. So he immediately understood my art background, my auction background and I think that that definitely helped me you know decide to decide to come because he was such a great interviewer there's no way that was by chance i mean i've i've asked that question myself but <laughs> i assume they just like randomly paired you with an alumni in the city but who knows there might have been some some design there michael McMenamin, superstar we need to, we need to make him comfortable in the interview that's what happened
0: <laughs> yeah anyway michael thank you so much for joining us today Um, Thanks to my co-host, Christina, for an awesome podcast. Um, I hope everyone checks out uh, campus groups this week. Uh, Check out Marketing Symposium. Registration starts tomorrow and goes till Thursday. Shout out to my symposium co-chairs, Mo Watkins and Warren Montgomery, who have done an epic job in securing sponsors and securing logistics for this week. Uh, And also shout out to the other co-president, Kelly Sousa, Uh, who was unable to join us tonight. However, we miss her, and she is a vital presence in Marketing Club. So thank you to all involved. Thank you, everybody. Have a great week.